Um, what yeah. part of LA are you living in? Are you living in the city? I'm living in Inglewood, which okay. I love because it's not too far from like the action, but it's also a little pushed. And I guess I should have said Inglewood because people say I say Inglewood, they're like, this is not Inglewood. It's actually South LA. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of black people there, so I say Inglewood because we're right next to Inglewood. Oh, okay, fair. Do you ever but, see uh, Insecure filming there? We don't. Every time I've been there, they've been like out of season filming. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know this past season that they were filming, they filmed like near my job a few times. But of course, I miss the action because I'm either at work or not in the area. For sure. I love that. But I'm show. not caught up anyway, so I guess I need to catch up. I would recommend it. I love that show. I love that show so much. Have you seen the like? Have you seen the most recent um, episodes? Yes, like, this past season. Every week, I have girl. a wine night with my girl Alyssa. I go over there and we watch it, and then we go back and forth. <laughs> I love that oh, show. My, I've been waiting because I want them to all like come on before I. You mm-hmm. know, I, I would hate to have like to wait each week, which is cheating. But no, I get I'm it. That's the strategy. I understand. I respect it. I totally do. Um, I yes. mentioned that, though, because I was wondering if you could speak to the gentrification that you might be observing over there. I know it's um, mm-hmm. it's pretty quick. And you've yeah, been there for a year. I'm sure it's changed drastically. Right. It's interesting. It's interesting. It's interesting because, like, the area that I'm in is not too far from, like, I guess Crenshaw is a district. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could be speaking out of turn, so I'm still trying to learn, like, the geo. You're so um, cute. But not too yeah girl i'm really trying to learn (laughs) Uh but like you can see crenshaw like since i've been there um for a metro line they're putting up and then they've also been putting up like new apartment things um that are gonna of course be like the benefits of like oh you're running for the metro so it's gonna have that like offering this ability to get in and out of the city easier Mm -hmm. to people that are moving in which i think is going to just I don't know. It's going to be hard for the black community or the, not the black community, but the native community because there's black and brown people there that are, have been living there for a while and are, you know, depending upon like what was in place for like rent prices or gas, even like all of those things are changing because of the infrastructure that's coming up. But I say that. And then I also am like, okay, you have to realize that like, I live in like a newly renovated apartment that is in an area that probably three to five years ago looked completely different mm-hmm. and is like priced at like a high amount for someone that probably lives in that area just to, you know, like not the same amount. Um, so they probably wouldn't be able to afford to like live there after its renovation, mm-hmm. which is like that double-edged sword of like, okay, you're benefiting from certification, but mm-hmm. you also are despising it. So trying to figure out like that that balance because yeah, it's difficult. It's happening right? quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's happening quickly, and you're seeing how it can displace people. But it's also like I'm a transplant coming into California, like living in an area that probably you know was not even really initially meant for me to live there, which is crazy because I'm black. So I'm thinking like, oh, as a black person, I'm like able to have these places and these things but it's like maybe not wow. so i don't know i have to listen to some podcasts and read some books on that because i always mm-hmm. we always bring it up with like my other like black co-workers and my other friends because mm-hmm. it's something that we all are kind of experiencing yeah absolutely so. i mean living on stolen land i'm sure it probably does come up or it should come up more often um, I think exactly. it, it must be difficult, though, because you're a person that is an ambitious person and wants to be in a certain city and wants to live 
to a certain quality of life and I don't think that you should be denied that but there is a another responsibility like on your on your mental you know to to take that into account wherever you go because it's it's devastating to the communities like you said that have been there for so long um exactly it's a it's a strange balance though so I think yeah I'm sure that you're doing a good job and that you're staying that you're staying woke the whole time <laughs> I'm screaming <laughs> girl we're trying but it definitely you know it's one of those things that you just have to like I don't know like you have to always confront like you can't get like oh I'm living this because someone else they're their rights or whatever will take away from them Mm -hmm. so i'm living this privilege because of that sacrifice so Mm -hmm. it's hard child but it's definitely necessary to be able to keep at the front the forefront tunde Hi. Uh, how old are you? How old are you at the moment? Twenty-one years old. Twenty-one years old, and you're living in what state? California, in the beautiful city of Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, I'm happy for you that you made it all the way back there. Yeah, the journey for sure it was a. Uh, all happened pretty fast, but it definitely seemed like it was supposed to be happening for a long time. So I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So I was wondering if you could speak to the gentrification that you've observed in the time that you've been there. I know that you're originally from L.A. and you went to Florida and you spent some time down here and now you're back. So I was wondering if you could speak to the shift and the changes that you've seen because I know it happens very rapidly and you've been there long enough now. I'm just curious. Hmm, That's the interesting part because there's a lot of moving pieces on you. Obviously, right now, we're in a pandemic, and that's shifting a lot of uh, socioeconomic positions in these communities. Um, For instance, right now, uh, there's a landmark in the Crenshaw District. district. It's the Baldwin Hills Crenshaw Mall. It's actually being sold to the developer, and these are the types of gentrification moves that are happening in our communities right now. Mm. So there's these black communities that I would love to be a part of, but by the time that, you know, I even get to resources or even just choose to start settling down who knows what these environments are going to look like you know so i'm in love with los angeles but it's constantly changing so who knows so it has a dark side and a light side sort of oh (laughs) i love that you said that yeah the uh i can talk all day about how great the, the golden state is you know there's beaches and sunshine but it is a very cutthroat city you know there's I used to say this about Miami. I kind of felt like it was all about a, a facade, you know, just showing wealth. And somehow Los Angeles took that, that facade and added a little bit more depth to it, but it's still just as frontal. Mm-hmm. You know, people are making moves just to, uh, to show how much money or success or a lot of times just lying outright just to show off a certain type of attitude or um, position that they don't have here. And the the way that that moves throughout creative, you know, I'm in the creative industry, creative or even black communities is is very, very toxic, very toxic. Um, It can be beneficial when you're trying to build, but um, no, the, (laughs) you know, that, that like dark stigma about like Hollywood and, and uh, the music industry and all those things, those are very, very, very real. And coming up close to it, um, 
shed a lot of the naivete that I had towards it. Mm. In a place like LA and a place and a person like that, people are just coming up and lying to people's faces to try to, you know, try to climb the ladder. You know, like I'm walking around saying that this is who I am. But in a place like this, just saying who you are isn't enough. And even to a degree, even sounding as educated or aware of your own field isn't enough here. And that's what, um, that was a pretty big shift for me, you know, like, I don't like to have to talk about what I do too much, but I realized that here it's better to not talk at all because a lot of people are talking and just being a uh, outspoken individual that I am, mm-hmm. having to like quiet my, the, the power of my voice and put that type of investment into my work was a big shift. Hmm. Do you feel like you're surrounded by liars then? I mean, is is everyone... Um, Everyone across. Well, I, I have the I have like the blessed opportunity to, to be like surrounded by a lot of family that's in these industries, and you know, obviously, I, I trust that my family's putting me in the right direction. So I rely on their discernment a lot in these industries to know how to move. But no, I wouldn't say that I'm surrounded by liars. I think it's just more like I had to become a lot more discerning and aware that I can't just take people's word for what it is. Mm. You know, like someone told me not too long ago, and it's something that people have been trying to tell me that nobody, not everyone thinks like me. And that was one of the biggest lessons I learned when I got here is that I can't just assume that because someone's saying something that they mean it. Because when I say something, I mean it. But that's not everybody. Yeah, that's a survival skill, yeah. Exactly. That's really just a part of growing up. You know, it's not even so much an LA thing, it's just. Um, I think that's just a part of entering into the world and realizing that there's just so many different types of people out here. Do you feel like people always want something from you? Um, no. And to be honest, I, it's mostly because they just don't know what I do. Like, a lot of architects, especially ones that are um, up and coming, can attest to this. You know, when people hear that we're uh, that this is what we do. The first thing they say is like, "Oh, so you can design my house for me in the future," and like that's maybe at most what people might want from me is just like the idea that I can design a house for them. But they don't really know what that means or what goes into that, or especially not the financial responsibility behind that. So um, people don't really demand too much from me because they're learning what I do as I do it, which is a, a position I'm happy to be in. You know, it's not like. Uh, but it's also going to change at some point, you know, because that's just the nature of it. People are willing to take advantage of whoever to be able to put themselves in a in a certain type of position. So it is just what it is. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I think about all the different chapters in my life, you know, and like all the, the things that maybe I forget about in my past, and it really does seem like a different lifetime um, and a different type of person that was there. And it's scary when I realize it's all just one life, you know. It's just one long process of an ever-changing event. Damn. Sorry. Felt that. Um, <laughs> would you say that life is long or that life is short? Or neither? Oh, I was just talking about this. <laughs> just talking about this. Yeah. To me, life is so long. Because like, <laughs> when you're really living every second, it's a lot. I mean, you know, and this obviously is... It's, a hope you know like long life like that's 
that's not guaranteed to everybody. Right. Um, you know, which I really won't get into because then I'm going to start feeling really negative. But, you know, there, there's situations where, like, I have, I, I could be taken out at any, at any point for doing anything these days. Um, but to me, life just feels so long. I've been here 21 years so far. And a lot has happened in 21 years, you know? Like, maybe it's, maybe it's just me because, like, to be fair, I've done a lot during these 21 years. Like, a lot of different types of things, a lot of moving. Um, but, and just to think that, like, wow, like, like yesterday my, my family was telling me about how at some point, uh, there's gonna be, it's gonna be Father's Day and it's gonna be my children, like, you know, doing something for me on Father's Day. I'm like, oh my God, so much, so many things have to happen from now until then. And it's just gonna be such a long time. Like, you know, things move fast, obviously. Like, if your uh, time can move pretty fast, time can fly. But it's a pretty long process, in my opinion. Okay, so you are, uh, what is it, a year outside of your undergraduate career? Yeah, one year, mm-hmm. which is actually crazy. Do you have Thankfully. a Do you have a car in LA? Yeah, I ended up the the whole summer. I was riding the train, girl, riding the bus, Ubering, mm-hmm. taking all my money, and then um, around my birthday, I got my car. I just finally like got it shipped out because I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to end up moving here. And I hadn't decided at that point if I wanted to even be in L.A. because I was never, like, the person that was like, okay, I need to go to L.A. Because um, it was cool, but it was a super big city. And I'm like, I'm not really a big city person, which I'm finding out. But I finally said, okay, you know what? Let's just try it out for a year and mm-hmm. let's see what happens. And it's almost been a year now. And that that is super crazy. Yeah, it was fast. Um, I'm wondering, since you have the benefit of living in both places for an extended amount of time i'm wondering what you would say to the black culture about in south florida how it's like heavily mm-hmm. caribbean i'd say um and mm-hmm. versus la which i'm not sure which part you're living but it's um the black culture over there is beautiful and vast and and innately like black american with some other little spices in there what would you what would you say to the contrast right. between the two um I feel like I was talking to one of my friends who um, moved to L.A. as well from Florida, and I kind of was just like, it's so interesting to see the contrast in, like, the Southern Black experience Mm -hmm. versus the Western Black experience because Mm -hmm. it's, like, just the roots are a lot different. Um, A lot of my friends that are Black in L.A. are, like, Nigerian or, um, like, Cuban or Dominican. Like, so... They don't really have roots, like, to the South. And then the ones who do have the roots to the South are, like, probably two generations removed. So, like, their parents also grew up in L.A. So it's, like, a lot more of, like, a pan-African experience. Mm-hmm. And um, the South is more, like, that rootedness in, like, civil rights era and, like, um, <laughs> yeah. the Jim Crow era. <laughs> Which, like, I'm, I'm laughing because <laughs> that's, like, so me. Um but it's cool to see, like, the just the diversity within, like, within our own culture because what you would think, like, for one community maybe 
it's super opposite or like if it's true to them like it's true to you as well so it's like this experience of just trying to figure out like where we're all connected um and where we're all rooted in our blackness and it's just you know i try to make sure like if i see something that i don't appreciate i'm like you know like let me be open-minded to it because i know a lot of the things that familiar to us in the south like the confederate flag so we may see you're like trump people and blah 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 the things that are super like close to us to really far away from people that are in california mm-hmm. so just trying to have the open dialogue about our experiences being different and best um because i used to be like oh yo you're definitely west coast black <laughs> but i would just mean that like by saying people that were like super you know not really like I hate to say the word woke, but just not me, like, um, having conversations about, like, whatever's going on in the mm-hmm. black community and, like, kind of being more just generalized to, like, the American experience. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going in circles because it's super bad. And there are people who are, like, like very boots on the ground and, like, working um, just to make sure that, like, our community isn't continuously look, overlooked. But there are people who just kind of like are too far removed to even know mm. what our experience truly is. Mm. Um, yeah. So when you say West Coast Black, I'm wondering if. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I'm screaming. It, no, it's just funny. Um, well, so what what would you say the characteristics are of a um, a, huh. a West Coast Black? I, I... <laughs> I hate to define it because I'm still in this incubation period, so uh-huh. I haven't really decided what I mean by it. Mm-hmm. But I just think, like, the whitewashed blackness, which we have very heavily in Florida, Georgia, like, we have it in the South, but it's, like, that far-removed identity that I think some people have the privilege of experiencing once you, like, past the Midwest and you just start going further west. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things that, like, we see every single day they don't have to be faced with so it can become like oh well you're like this is not 1920 or this is not like slavery this is 2020 so people kind of kind of erase like the the injustices that are happening right now so I kind of feel like I just say that is what comes back like just not being super connected to the everyday black American experience which is mm-hmm. like being incarcerated like at a higher rate or being unemployed or dying of the coronavirus like yeah. you know because you're not getting proper treatment or, you know what I mean so just like not acknowledging or not wanting to acknowledge those experiences that still exist even though we're 100 years removed from Jim Crow yeah absolutely 